Hello, Lime Ninjas, and welcome to episode 72 of Lime Ninja Radio. I'm your host, McKay Rippey, and with us from sunny Southern California is our official show producer and the brains behind our operation, Aurora. Hello, everybody. I'm really excited to share this interview with you, our Lime Ninja today. She really had a turning point that drastically changed her health after 10 years of struggling with these symptoms. So I'm very excited to be able to share this story with you of how she was able to do that. And speaking of turning points, we're very, very excited to introduce the first ever Lime Ninja training the healing power of your five emotions. That's the subtitle of it. And to find out more information about that, it's really about unleashing your emotions so that they're a healing force as part of your Lyme protocol and not a block to keep you from getting better. Emotions can either really be the wind beneath your wings or they can blow you off course. So it's important it's important to be able to manage your emotions and understand how they can work for you or against you. And to find out more about this, the best thing to do is to go to our website and get on our mailing list. Or how can they do that? Just go on to the website, www.limeninjaradio.com. Thanks, Aurora. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about today's Lime Ninja? Leslie Hodge is our Lime Ninja, and she was hiking in North Carolina in 2005 when she found a tick embedded in her. And after several weeks of flu-like symptoms, she found a rash on her arm. Her doctor identified it as a bullseye rash and immediately put her on antibiotics. Her symptoms were primarily a deep exhaustion, a perpetual cold, high blood pressure, and a weakened immune system. Her recovery has taken 10 years of hard work, but now she is symptom-free. Thanks again, Aurora. Here's our interview with Lime Ninja, Leslie Hodge. Can we start at the beginning? Can we go back to 2005? Sure. Sure. Where, what part of the country were you? Where were you living? How do you think you caught Lyme? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Well, um, first of all, I grew up around horses and dogs, and my sister speculates, because not only do I have Lyme, but my sister and her family all have Lyme disease also. Okay. And she speculates that we've had it since children or even gestational, but Mm -hmm. when I was in my 20s, I went to a very well-known naturopath when I was having... um, health issues and not sure what the test is called, but it's an energetic test with the copper. You hold a copper um, wand and they do like electronic kind of scanning of the body and it bounces back whatever you had. And I had Epstein-Barr and Candida and we worked on that for a good year and I was in perfect health. I was a, doing karate and skiing and going to the gym three times a week, no problems, no issues. And then 2005, I went to Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, It was Thanksgiving time. It was November. It was Asheville, North Carolina, and I was hiking by the waterfalls. And the next day, I woke up with a really bad sore throat, Hmm. and I found a tick, and it was... uh, a dog tick in the bed in this log cabin. And uh, my daughter was eight years old at the time. And 
<clears throat> it was in, she was also in there. And later on, she was diagnosed with Lyme disease also. But yeah, I remember just feeling really, really sick with a really bad sore throat. And I'd go to bed, it was a vacation, and I was going to bed at about 7, 7 p.m., 8 o'clock at night. Oh, no. And, um, you know, having, like, the sweats, just like you had something like a flu. Yeah. And then I remember coming home, and I was in Maryland, and when I got home, I remember just holding my head with a migraine so bad, I thought I was dying. I thought something was actually eating my brain, that's how it felt. Yeah. And I took my temperature, and it was 104. Wow. And so I went to this naturopath, and he diagnosed me with strep throat, which I, I never had strep throat. Maybe once in my life, I think I had strep. And he gave me stuff for that. And I went to my regular doctor, and he diagnosed me with strep throat, and they started me on antibiotics. I'd say it was probably about seven days after the first initial throat type of thing and about a week later I got something on my arm and it didn't really resemble a bullseye it resembled I don't it's like a spider bite yep like it was just really kind of disgusting and gross like I thought it was almost like cancer I thought oh my goodness I got now I got cancer on my arm you know? <laughs> oh, no. and I, uh, I went to my doctor and he said well this is this is a bullseye he's like I'm just going to start you I'm going to take major, um, you know, lengths to get you well, I'm going to put you on, I think at the time he put me on about six weeks of doxycycline, oh, wow. which, you know, for a CDC general prep is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's a, it is amazing. And yeah. that's already and remember, on top of the antibiotics you had for the strep. Yeah, he changed the, yeah, he changed the antibiotics and put me on doxy. Okay. And, um, I never got better. Really? I never got better. I went to my, um, natural path mm -hmm. again and then he diagnosed me with uh Babesia and Lyme yeah and put me on all kinds of tinctures and at the time I was also seeing an acu Chinese uh acupuncturist mm -hmm. Chinese medicine and I went on that and I went on the doxy and I was doing the naturopathic stuff and this seemed like forever and I had just bought a new house at the time and I had a thriving, you know, sole proprietor business. I was doing really well to dead halt. Like, yeah. I'm talking falling asleep during the day in my office, um, forgetting clients, um, you know, just dead halt. Didn't, yeah. didn't know where to go from there. Just could not get myself up and going. And then that's when... Um, they did the thyroid test. They, the Lyme disease test kept coming back negative, and at the time I didn't realize what a discrepancy there was with Lyme testing. Hmm. Had no clue. Right. Uh, wasn't educated with it. And um, I just kept going back to the doctor, going back to the doctor, and that's when my family just thought, oh, she's depressed. Um, right. Um, you know, she, she needs to go see a psychiatrist. <laughs> she's got, you know, you name it. I, I got it. I got um, I, I gained, got I gained about twenty five pounds. Um, I didn't want to exercise. I lost all motivation. Hmm. Um, you know, and you know, I had a secondary thing, which you know, I is a different. I I think it now is a co infection with Lyme disease, but I also had 
fibers and lesions um, on my face and my and my wrists, um, which you know they call morgillons or uh, you know there's all kinds of names for that. But yeah. I and let's let's pause was, there for was, a second because that's a that's an I want to it's an uncommon and not that uncommon symptom at the same time. So what do you, what do you think those are? Well, all I can say is I remember when I was hiking, um, I saw kind of, they look like crystal kind of like, I thought it was fat coming from the pine trees. Okay. And they were just like these strands coming down from the sky and they would catch the sun and they had, kind of had a rainbowish kind of tint to it. So I remember grabbing one and hooking one on my finger and telling my daughter, look, you know, like, you know, fairy dust or something like that. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, then for about two to three years, I had um, just that severe itching on the skin, thinking that things were crawling on me. Yeah. Fibers, lesions, I mean, the whole, you know, gamut. And yeah. of course, that was called crazy town back then. Doctors were like, well, you know, you can check yourself in. Right. It's all psychosomatic. <laughs> Yeah, like like it's just you know a, you know you send it to the lab and they'd say it was just you know like painful painful black splinters kind of coming on my skin and stuff. And right. It was all organic natural fibers. So like right, you're doing this to clothes. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea, but I mean that went away. It, it um, on its own. Okay. Cleared up. Thank God, because I know some people who just get it, it plagues them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's. And you had it on your face? Uh, yeah, it wasn't like it was noticeable. Like, okay. uh, it just made me crazy. Like, if I was looked in the mirror, I'd have orange, like, strands or, like, 20 of them on my face. And mm. I would brush them off going, what the heck is, you know? Yeah. And then you'd show people, and they just thought you were crazy. Yeah. And then I remember an article came out in the Washington Post of a lady who talked about it. And my mom handed me this article. She's like, oh, look, this is what you describe. So at least, you know, I didn't feel nuts, you know. <laughs> but at the time, at the time, I was spending so much money just to try to feel a Norm- little bit normal. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, it's just the most frustrating feeling because there is no help out there, really, you know, right. um, for Lyme. I mean, it's getting a lot better. There's a lot more... Um, people cropping up, especially on Facebook and stuff that can help people. But back then, at least in my knowledge, there was nothing. No, there was very, very it was little. Just, it was like you were just, you know, lost. Yeah. yeah. And um, at the time, my uh, nephew, who was a, a baseball player and a karate expert and very fit, all of a sudden just gained tons of weight. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he had had a scholarship to college, and at one point he couldn't even get out of bed. Yeah. And again, came the mental, something's wrong with him, get him mental help. And right. they put him on psychotropics, which, as I understand, with Lyme, that's the worst thing you can do. Hmm. Like, my doctors kept putting me on steroids because I kept getting oh, no. um, wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't right. breathe. I'd go in for bronchitis symptoms. Yeah. Like, uh, two times a year, um, and this is probably a span of about three to five years I'm covering as far as, it just seems like that 
that part of my life was, those years were just like in a blink of an eye gone because basically I was sleeping. Like it was not uncommon to sleep. I think one time I slept 72 hours in one, you know, fell swoop just to get up and get water and run to the bathroom was about all I did. Now, and was that your primary symptom, this deep, deep exhaustion? Oh, such deep exhaustion. Runny eyes, sore throat, always sniffling. <laughs> it was like a perpetual cold that never, ever went away. It just stayed and stayed. Yeah. And it would never leave me. And, and um, I would just keep going to this my regular doctor, and he just, you know. Scratch his head. Take your vitamins. Take your vitamins. Right. Uh, you know, make sure you drink a lot of water. Exercise. You got to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> like, yeah. well, well, I wish I could exercise, but I'm... I'm Rip Van Winkle, you know, yeah, sleeping exactly. all the time. Exactly. But um, my sister went proactive with mine because I always had heard if you did antibiotics, you're fine. That you're well, not the almost the opposite. That if you start antibiotics, um, especially these long term, because I heard of doctors doing IVs and arms and mm-hmm. um, all these kinds of things and. I was so, because I'm a massage therapist, I was so into homeopathic and naturopathic, and I just kept going to my acupuncturist and naturopath with, with no resolve. No, no, never felt better. Maybe a couple of days, a couple of weeks, I'd be doing good and then crash right. back down. Yep. And um, I begged my sister to do something with my nephew, and she sent him to, uh, you know, I'm literate doctor um, who diagnosed him with. Lyme disease, mm-hmm. and so she finally talked me into going. And at the time, I had a rebite. I had been bitten by a a tick again oh, no. um, on my leg, and it would never heal. It was it, I got um, um, a bad infection that would never go away, and the bite would always stay open. I remember going to my acupuncturist saying, you know, "What can we do about this?" Uh, just straight up, the meridian was a just, you know, the lymph nodes were swollen. Yeah. And so there was a rebite in there. And then um, I finally went to an LLMD and put, it's like gambling, putting all your money down, you know, not paying your mortgage, going, I'm suffering, I need help. Right. And um, he had diagnosed me with, oh, I think I had 11 bands of wow. Lyme disease. Your body was and, in full battle mode. Yes, and um, you know, my I all of a sudden got really low immune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like a span of ten years. It it wreaked havoc on my um, subclass red blood cells. And Can so you I back up a, again? Tell me. Yeah. Can you describe a little bit more of the wreaking havoc on your red blood cells? I just think the constant onslaught, even though I was doing all these, what I would, what people would assume is proactive, Mm -hmm. um, it was slowly attacking, I guess, the Babesia, because that lives in your red blood cells, it eats your oxygen, um, was attacking my subclass red blood cells this whole time. Okay. Um, And that's your immune system. Yeah. In your red red blood cells, and basically, I had numbers like thirteen, which should have been in the six hundred. Oh my goodness! Yeah, 
and this this is what this doctor found, and um, he was talking like um, IVIG therapy, which mm-hmm. is fun blood therapy. Yep. And my insurance kept kicking me out, saying, "Nope, yeah, you know, of cash." Yeah, cash, cash, only. cash, yeah. cash. Yeah. <laughs> cash. I don't know how really sick people can afford five thousand dollars a month for treatment. I just, you know, well, to this day, I right. very, very, very few people can. They, yeah. they either and, mortgage the house or, yep. or beg Well, that's what happened to me. Yep. I, I mean, I lost my house to treatment. I had yeah. to forego my mortgage in order to treat myself because nobody really believed me. Right. And yet I knew I wanted to keep going. Yeah. I knew I wanted to, uh, you know, get better. And I, I believed that the bite that uh, in 2005 was the, if this was the direct result of that. Yeah. Can we pause here for a second? Cause you sure. have, I, if you're willing to do this, will you just give a rundown of who in your extended family has Lyme? Because it sounds like there's a lot and I just want yeah. people to be um, able to hear. I, I, I think this happens more often than we're aware of. Yes. Yeah, my daughter was diagnosed with um, Lyme and pandas by the same Lyme literate doctor I was going to. Um, I think I, I can think I started going to see him 2010 is when I started to see this doctor. So you're sick and exhausted and, I, and your da- daughter has panda and Lyme. Pandas and Lyme, Oh, yeah. my God. And um, so, but she was in the same while Cab and I was mm-hmm. in the same bed yep. when we were, and when you were bit, when yep. I found just a, one of those big, not a deer tick, it was a big orange tick, and they tell you, oh, you don't have to be worried about those type of ticks. Well, <laughs> right. Um, and then my sis, who was a cancer survivor early on uh, at 42, found out that her immune system is so low from Lyme disease. And then my nephew, and my two nieces also. So all of your sister's children? Yeah, my two nieces and the nephew yeah. also yeah. had Lyme. Yep. Then that's her conclusion is that it was genetically passed down. Yeah. But there's, um, as far as I'm concerned, I was doing fine until 2005. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you 2005 know, was like my bad luck year. I mean, it was like I got bit and then I changed. Yeah. You know, and, and I, it, I have another question for you. And mm-hmm. that is you're a massage therapist. Yeah. Correct. And you've been doing this for how many years? Many, right? You've got lots of experience. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. 20 now, years. What about massage for Lyme? Does it make things worse? Does it help? Um, You know, I've, I mean, as far as my business, because I'm in the local area, kind of known as a healer, like if people can't resolve stuff, uh, people send people to me. So I deal with hard cases. Mm-hmm. And my practice is very frustrating because I think how many people are really suffering from Lyme disease and have no idea. Yeah. You know, um, dealing with autoimmune sy- system problems and all kinds of stuff is going on around this area, you know, where I live. I think it's, I think we're pretty much ground zero. So it's a, a 
frustrating practice right now because of the, the, the joint pains and the headaches and the migraines and um, all kinds of sy- symptoms. And I've probably had about six clients that finally got tested for Lyme disease from a Lyme literate doctor and were diagnosed with Lyme disease. Hmm. But those are the lucky ones who listen to me. Right. Other people are told, you know, fibromyalgia or um, MS, and I think this bacteria is just taking over, to tell you the truth. You know, in my thoughts, in my mind, that's how I think. Yeah. I think it's um, insidious, and uh, I think it runs more in other things, too, like spiders and mosquitoes and... Um, I know in birds, you know. Um, right, can carry the ticks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was just like a study onslaught. out of uh, Germany where they were able to uh, identify the Borrelia inside mosquitoes. So the idea that it's just in ticks is blown out of the water now. So wherever yeah. wherever blood is transferred, essentially. And so yeah, when with, with your patient, it is scary with your patients with Lyme and your massage practice, does that, you know, are you doing Reiki or doing other things? I, I do Reiki reflexology, but I changed my whole protocol. I used to be a deep, deep fiber trigger point type of massage therapist. And I now use um, like steam heat, steam towels. Lots of Epsom salts, aromatherapy. I do uh, more of a detox massage okay. than I do. More like a lymph massage, or um, well, it could classify as lymph, but that's like a certification that uh, you know it's okay. Something I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's more of a detox massage where you just you know have the heat and the, the you know deep rubbing. But I have to be really careful nowadays, you know, because it. You don't know what you're stirring up in in people's systems anymore. Yeah, you know, seriously, it's 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 a different ball game now. Hmm. And that's 2015. It's yeah, a different ball game. That, and that's what that's what I wanted to ask you about because um, I know massages uh, contraindicated when somebody just has something simple like a a cold. You know, right? So well, yeah. Well, you're taxing the the you know your adrenals are already so worn out. You know, that was my problem. I was always trying to exercise because the doctors say, get more exercise. Right. Well, I turn around frustration because all I do is get sick and actually gain more weight huh. because, because my <laughs> adrenals is like a clogged drain. My yeah. doctor was like, uh, you know, my Lyme doctor said, you can't, you can't go and go high cardio because I mean, I'd be in the hospital sometimes I know it attacked my heart sac. Um, you mm-hmm. know, cardiologists have uh, diagnosed me with where my heart sac swells. Yes. Yeah, and so my blood, blood pressure problems were, I had before the Lyme. I had blood pressure problems before the Lyme. But, I mean, I'd go to the hospital with 265 over 220. Oh, my God. And they do all kinds of tests and say, oh, you're stressed out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to die stressed out because yeah. that's what they think. Oh, she just killed herself by her stress. <laughs> and I'm not a stressed out person. Believe right. me. You know, so much stuff happens to you. It's almost like, like, I feel like the turnaround was when I almost said, thank you, Lyme, because you taught me how to be 
such a better person. Okay. So yeah. let's, yeah, let's go there because it's a perfect time to do yeah. that about the turnaround. Yeah. Now tell me more about that because in interviewing lots of people, there's always seems to be this turnaround moment and a lot of it has yeah. to do with, and I don't want to say surrender, but surrendering to the circumstances and just letting what is and almost this yeah. this attitude of gratitude, which you talk about. So tell tell me yeah. more about that. Yeah, no, no, that happened. Yeah, that happened. But um, not this last September, the September before. Um, you know, I had been diagnosed with the autoimmune, um, low low blood cell thing, and um, doctor said you have to be very careful where you go, what you do, and um, I had a pick line. I think I did a pick line for 10 months or so, and then I couldn't take it anymore. It was too expensive. I think it was like 1800 every seven days I had to pay cash for my meds, and um, I just couldn't do it anymore. But that September, I went to go get a massage at, just at the mall. My daughter was walking around with her friends, and I said, I'm going to go get a massage. Well, I ended up getting, it's called pseudomonosgenosa, and that only low immune people get that, like AIDS or whatever. Okay. And I was thrown into the hospital for, it was 10 days. Um, and Johns Hopkins came in and everything because I finally had a diagnosis that CDC would see. And they tested me for cancer and all kinds of weird AIDS stuff. And, you know, oh, it can't just be Lyme. There's something really wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there was nothing wrong with me except uh, autoimmune, but right. I don't know if it was that IV of that super hard antibiotic they had me on, I think it was Cipro or whatever, but um, that whole winter <clears throat> was pretty bad. I had to move in with my mother. I lost my house, lost my marriage, you know, you name it, and everything went to, you know, hell in the handbasket, yeah. and um, it was just one day in April, I remember just waking up going, you know what, it is what it is. I, I've learned patience. I've learned to understand people with, you know, real bad sickness a lot stronger. You know, I had more empathy. And I just remember saying, you know, thank you, Lyme, for teaching me all these lessons. And it was almost like this magic moment where I just didn't have any symptoms. Huh. And I mean, I was on maybe 40 pills a day, right? Like, 3,800 gamma patin, gamma patin, what's it called? I don't even take it anywhere. I can't remember, but it's like Neurotin yep. uh, for nerve damage. Gabapentin, yep. yeah, for nerve damage, yep. uh, tramadol, antibiotic. I was on so many drugs, and um, I just slowly started weaning myself off of them with no problem. Hmm. And I've been, like I said, knock on wood, you know, I'm with a new guy now, and I and met him in May, but, um, you know, he lives outside and I'm out in the rain. I'm, you know, walking around with my head wet. I can get up early in the morning. I mean, it's been a totally different life, you know, and, um, I'm with a new doctor now. He takes insurance, but he's blind literate. And he said, you know, enjoy this moment Mm because you don't know. He's like, this could last for six months, this could last for three years, but, um, you know, once you're gone chronic Lyme, the chances of it reoccurring are, are high, right. you know, but so far, you know, so, so far, so good. 
so far so good. I'm, I feel, don't have really any pain. Just the normal, you know, do eight massages in a day and you're almost 50, you're going to feel physical pain, you know. Um, because I'm working to try to pay off all my medical bills, you know. Say eight, eight in a day is you're a rock star. Six is a full right? day for I massage have to, therapists. I have to. I got to pay off my medical bills. Wow. <laughs> you know, Lyme is, uh, is an unforgiving when it comes to that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah. Yeah, just feel um, fine. Yeah, go to sleep, sleep fine, don't wake up with no insomnia. I mean, I remember having such bad insomnia, just being up all night, Yeah, you know, three days at a time and then sleeping for days and days at a time and no sense to my, my body whatsoever. Now I'm just like, I think, a normal person, which is unbelievable, unbelievable. You know, I just keep up, go, you know, go to the doctor. Um, it did wreak havoc on my adrenals, so I have to be on an anti-inflammatory every day to keep down the swelling, but I'm back to my normal weight, you know, lost the weight, and I just try to walk and uh, do stationary bike, stuff like that. You know, don't I don't tax myself. Yeah. Except yeah. with my work. Except, well, that's but, enough. Um, that's enough yeah. taxing. So what is your yeah. daily routine or your weekly routine? What What supplements are you on? What? No, none. Nothing. You're off everything. Okay. <laughs> uh, none, none. I, you know what? Uh, once in a while, I'll take a uh, silver. Mm-hmm. Some that's controversial. Oh, and not... my natural path doesn't like it. Really? Um, but I, I, if I start getting any kind of this, this sore throat or feeling like, oh, I'm a little. Yeah. I think I might be getting a cold. I, I take that. Um, as they say, take it until the sore throat disappears dissipates and I do that and that's probably about my only thing I keep doing right now. Huh. in my purse is the silver sovereign silver yeah. and um, you know I just try to like eat well make a lot of soups and get it from you know my uh, boyfriend does a lot of gardening so okay, I try brilliant. to like use his his stuff and um, nothing real special nothing really special I kind of like it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't had a blood pressure episode. I haven't had really any problems. Nothing. Nothing. Just, um, and and I always heard from people with Lyme that were on the websites, you know, Facebook and stuff, who had Lyme longer than I would say there's a magical 10-year moment. You know, it seems like 10 years is like this. You get a little prize at the end of it. <laughs> Wow. We feel better, you yeah. know. Like your body finally but, learns how to fight it off. I I don't know, but you know, my, my doctor says my 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 immune is still low hmm. in my blood. He said that my blood does not support my how great I feel. Hmm. You know, but I, I'm I'm planning on going back the next couple of months and having him reread it and see if there is any change because I've been around people. I used to walk in front of somebody with a cold or somebody who was sick, and I'd be down for weeks. Right. And now I can be around people with colds or, you know, some kid comes in coughing and um, nothing. I'm fine. Huh. You know, it, it, it's, uh, it's a mystery, really. I don't know if it bioplaques and goes in dormant or what it does, but 
I'm not I'm not questioning it. I'm just trying to enjoy it, you know, day at a time type of thing. Yeah. And so what, in, in wrapping out here, so it's inspiring to hear somebody fight through 10 years of hell in a handbasket, as you said, mm-hmm. and then to, to come out the other side. So what message do you have for people who were in your shoes a year ago, just suffering? Yeah, just don't ever give up. You know, do whatever you can. And I know it's, you know, it's, sad when we think how much money, you know, I was at a protest uh, in front of the infectious disease and uh, this girl in the wheelchair looked up at me and she goes, well, you can thank infectious disease for your money loss because we don't have to help. You know, insurance turns us away. Insurance will stop paying. Um, We don't have any support. And it's very frustrating when you you know, good money after bad go right out the window and it, it, you know, but you can't ever give up. Just don't ever give up. I mean, if you have to crush up garlic and take that or, you know, eat parsley, (laughs) you know what I mean? Whatever you can do every day to try to fight that bacteria and get it out of your system, but no, it is the bacteria. If you've been diagnosed or if you had a bullseye, or, you know, you've been, you know, you have Lyme disease. Just never, ever give up. Just keep going and uh, do whatever you can. Homeopathics, regular doctors, antibiotics, whatever you can. And uh, just meditate on being well, you know. And I think just keeping that in your sights that you will get well. You know, my nephew right now as well, he lost like 125 pounds. He's doing great doing excellent. I mean, I've seen such turnarounds for people. It's just don't ever, ever give up. You know, you'll get your finances back if you just keep working, but just get better. That's the most important thing. Leslie, thank you very, very much. Well, thank you for asking me. That was awesome. I you, appreciate it. You're welcome. You are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I put these up on the website. I'd like to put some pictures so people kind of yeah. get a sense of who you are. May I use some of your Facebook pictures? Facebook? Of course. That's why they're up there. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. So yeah, I'll... Public access, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, some people are a little more private. Even with Facebook, they still... Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. I'd just no, like no, to no, ask some fine. permission. Yeah, yeah. Don't, no problem. I won't have you sign anything, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you're in you're in the Gaithersburg area. Oh uh, yeah, Durwood. Yeah, very cool. Uh, that's yeah. where I grew up in D.C. and went to school at St. Mary's in Southern Maryland and finished high school in Annapolis. So, not exactly Gaithersburg area. And then last before we were moved up here to Central New York, we were in Baltimore, um, out by Pikesville. So uh, yeah, know that area but- a little bit. And do yeah, you know Greg Lee nice. out in Frederick? Mm-mm. Okay. No. He's a, let's call him a Lyme literate acupuncturist. So it's just. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's my mentor. So oh, cool. Yeah. You know, my um, boyfriend just got bit and got a real bad bullseye. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dang it. <laughs> 
Yep. Of course, it follows you around like the plague. Well, I think it is a plague. Well, once once your eyes are open, like yours are, I think you start seeing it in a lot of places. It's it's out there. It's really, especially in these, you know, the suburban old country areas, and even out in the country itself. Right. It's people are getting. All right, around here, it's so funny because the. The doctors are still saying we get pretty rough winter sometimes. And they say, oh, well, it keeps the ticks in check and so forth and so on. But no. up up in the vet's office uh, in the middle of June, he had a sign. And this is just a little country vet. He said uh, something like 535 cases of Lyme disease. And this is confirmed, tested on dogs. And if dogs yeah. are getting it, you know their owners are getting it. Oh, yeah. And it's just. You know, we all love our pets and yeah. they just bring it in and. And, you know, it's scary. It's scary. I love trail walking. And I said, I refuse to stop trail walking. I refuse because I love it so much. But, um, you know, I I just bring one of those little, what are they called? The things that take the lint off, you know, the tape. Oh. And I go over my clothes and go over my clothes right afterwards and uh, brush my hair and throw my shoes in the trunk and off I go. I'm like, you know, I refuse to give in. But it's it's a dangerous sport. (laughs) 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 <laughs> you know, being outside is a dangerous sport. Yeah. It really is. But I'm, scary, I'm with but... Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that we can either shrink in fear or I think the better route is what you're doing is be aware, be proactive, and don't just think, oh, I've got a little scratchy, sore throat. And yeah. if you go after You know, life it, is life, and if we're living, you got to live it. Yeah, you know? you gotta exactly. Live it. Exactly. And so that's what my plan is. But yeah, so far, hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll send you messages on how I'm doing. But so far, like I said, <laughs> I haven't felt better in years. Yeah, years. So. Well, I'm very curious. Yeah. I would, if if you wouldn't mind sending follow up, just for my learning. Of course. Very curious about this relationship between your numbers for your immune system being not good, and yet at the same time, you clearly have a functioning immune system, and that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's like what's, yeah, I mean, it's, what's protecting you right now. now? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but thank God it's there. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a hell. It was hell. It was hell. Very depressing. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you have a good day, and thank you so much. You're welcome. Let me know if there's anything else I can do for you. I will. Thanks so much. Okay. Take have care. a great day. Okay. You too. Bye. I really enjoyed listening to Leslie. It's it's always amazing to me to hear about these kind of turning points, and especially something as dramatic as what happened with Leslie, that she's able to go about living her life and be symptom-free. I mean, she's a massage therapist, and she's doing eight massages a day. That's incredible. Right. It is amazing. She really brings to life the spirit of a Lyme ninja just to keep going, keep going. Kind of, you know, Lyme disease sucks until it stops sucking. You know, you keep going yeah. forward, <laughs> keep trying new things, keep learning about the disease, and then all of a sudden there's this moment where things turn around and it really can happen. It really can happen. Which reminds me, I want to tell you again about our Lyme Ninja training, the unleashing the healing power of your five emotions. It's going to be a wonderful event. Uh, we're going to record them so you can go back again and again to them. We're really going to talk about how emotions can help you heal your Lyme or help 
or how they can prevent it and what to do about transforming emotions that are holding you back into emotions that are helping you heal. If you need more Lime Ninja in your life, visit our website, LimeNinjaRadio.com. There you can find all 71 past episodes. And we archive these episodes so you can go back and listen to them. We have photos of the of our guests so you get a sense of who they are. And the best way to learn the ninja way to learn is by repetition. So you'll hear something new if you listen to these podcasts more than once. And on the website, you can also sign up for our Ninja Ninja Insider mailing list and pick up the Lime Ninja Brain Fog cheat sheet as our thank you. Right. And if you sign up for our mailing list, we'll also give you more information. We'll send out an email about the Lime Ninja training. So that's the best way to hear about that, too. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, I'd appreciate if you take a second to go over and rate us and leave a comment. That way, it helps us move up the rankings in iTunes and it'll more people will be able to find us and get hope about Lyme disease and good information about Lyme disease. And last, this podcast would not be complete unless we left you with the Lyme Ninja fact of the day. Did you know ninjas can leave messages before the beep? <laughs> Lime Ninja Radio is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized medical advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's medical situation is unique and Lime Ninja Radio should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized medical advice. Lime Ninja Radio is not licensed to render medical advice and should be considered simply the public opinion of Lime Ninja Radio and its guests. Recommendations on specific treatment options are not intended to address any listener's particular medical situation. As always, contact your physician before considering any new treatment.